beautiful. It's gonna be an all time of the night. Alright, Rome, I got something for your ass. What are we driving? Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, a show where each week we look at five minutes of a Fast and Furious movie, and then we talk about it in great, great detail. This week, we are on Season 3, Episode 2, watching Minute 5 to 10 of everyone's favorite movie from 2006 that includes Bow Wow, the Fast and Furious colon Tokyo Drift. Includes Bow Wow. Yes, we haven't, we haven't seen him yet, but we will soon. My no, name is Stone, and that other lovely voice you're hearing well that's guard what's up <laughs> dude very 2006 of you <laughs> i figured i'd bring it back <laughs> guard how are you doing today um you know stone i'm doing quite well uh i'm done with work for the day so that's nice if you hear a uh sound of an entire building shaking it's because the wind where i am is uh extremely fast moving is it, would you say it's also maybe Furious? It, yeah, I would actually. Would you say potentially it's Tokyo drifting? I wouldn't, I don't know. Maybe oh, you wouldn't go that far? came out of Tokyo. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> uh, would you like to venture a guess at how fast moving it reached at its peak last night? Ooh, um, uh, the, uh, the windy state that you live in, I bet it was went to 80 miles an hour. Good guess, 95. <laughs> that's fast take that that's Chicago fast. that's fast for wind that's fast for a car that's fast for most anything maybe imagine not a plane imagine hurtling down the interstate at 95 and then imagine that's wind have you ever driven on the interstate in Wyoming with the wind at your back and had all the windows down um, it's a bizarre I, I was gonna feeling. say yes but I didn't I wasn't expecting the windows down part yeah well because if, if you're driving this 70 miles an hour and the wind is blowing around 70 miles an hour when you have the windows down it feels like there's no wind rushing past you it's very bizarre hmm interesting i'm gonna have to try that out maybe i'll go you, to the you, interstate after this hell you might have to try it out report yeah, back sure sure why not well guard um we have a banger of an episode indeed um, we do uh, lots of car stuff. Maybe the most exciting episode I've seen in an entire season, I would go so far. As it's a say. very exciting five minutes. And again, I feel like these movies were made for this podcast because start and perfect. It's a perfect five minute chunk, just as the first episode was. So um, shout out to the Fast and Furious gods for giving us great content. No doubt. Uh, also, Stone, would you like to hear the ad now or later? Oh, right now. Okay, great. Don't don't let me go one more second without hearing. This, this week ad. is brought to you by that doormat that you've had for quite a long Ooh. time. <laughs> <laughs> Want to view something that you saw at Hobby Lobby six years ago? Need a constant reminder that you don't have enough creativity to get a new one? Then uh, consider getting that doormat that you had a long time ago. Um, that was kind of a mean ad. I, let me revise that second part to uh, something else. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was great. I think <laughs> I think some ads deserve a little bit of saltiness, and that one does. That's um, what they told me to say. I, it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't make hey, these up. 
hey, we're just here to please the customers, you know? That's right. That's the only reason we do this podcast is for the ad revenue. Um, <laughs> Ugh. And we are rolling in it right yeah, now. We're, Let me tell you what. Was that us rolling in it? Our <laughs> pile of pennies we have? Yeah. Let's go with that. All right, yeah. Um, well, great. That was a great ad. It um, certainly wasn't a thing that I was curious about when my phone dinged and I opened it to that sound. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was you <laughs> rolling around in the pile of there. pennies you keep in the corner of your apartment, which is where all of our ad revenue is. <laughs> that I keep in change for some In reason. pennies. Well, we don't have a lot. You like to To be clear, like everyone, I Scrooge don't McDuck keep type. money in my apartment. Please don't come here. Well, it's all pennies. How would they get it out? You need to at least bring a bucket. In a bag? Yeah. <laughs> any kind of... So what I'm saying is don't break into Guard's apartment without a bucket of some sort. Don't break into my apartment at all is what I think we're oh, getting at. Oh, okay. Yeah, that too. Well, great, Guard. Um, I have something off the top. Would you like to get into that? I would love to, yeah. Because, Guard, guess what? Hmm. Round two, the F1 season. We're here for F1, two, three. Yeah, I figured as much. You, you didn't figured, tell me to put figured. a bet down, by the way, so I hope one of your things isn't hey, what I bet on. Thing number one, I you're reminding me to remind you in the future to place a bet. <laughs> yeah. Should we right All now? Right. Is there another one soon? There is. This coming up weekend's in Australia. Okay, I'm excited. I'm going to... I'm certainly not going to look that up right now as you speak. As you know, you have my undivided attention during <laughs> F123. Of course I do, guard. Of course I do. Um... But that was thing number one. I will remind you to place bets in the future. Okay, great. Thing number two. Mm-hmm. We were in Saudi Arabia. Is the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix in Jeddah. And the fun fact this week, Guard, mm. is uh, there was an active drone strike going on uh, during uh, one of the Holy practice shit. sessions. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, just a little ways off at an Aramco oil refinery. There may have been a few drone strikes there may have been a bit of a fire but don't so worry you already had my undivided attention of course <laughs> but yeah if you didn't you certainly would now um there was a driver's meeting that went to like four in the morning where all the drivers and team principals were in a room discussing if we should continue on with this weekend and they decided let's let's do it oh hell let's do it oh hell uh, everything everything went on as planned <laughs> Wow, that's insane. Dude, but guard, who who hasn't been preparing for, I don't know, a race in the pinnacle of motorsport and there's just a casual drone strike a little ways away? I mean, who hasn't gone through that, right? Yeah, definitely. That, that's what <laughs> I was thinking as well. Um, and you wa- do you want to know why they're racing in Saudi Arabia? Would love to, yeah. Fucking because they're paying the big bucks, baby. They pay so much for them to hold a race there, and F1 was a little short on cash the past couple of years, so they needed that boost. I thought they were like a big, fancy thing that everyone loves. <laughs> big, fancy thing? You still gotta make money, and when they couldn't sell tickets for $1,000 a pop during the pandemic Holy season? Fuck, dude, that's how much tickets cost? Eh, yeah-ish. Jesus! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aren't you glad I'm making you go to IndyCar and not F1 for my bachelor <laughs> party guard? Brother, I don't know if I'd be at the F1 race. <laughs> Especially if enough. I had to go to Saudi Arabia <laughs> to pay $1,000. Um, well, that's the fun fact. No right? offense to those listening in Saudi Arabia. 
No, again, whenever we talk shit on a country, we do not talk shit on the lovely citizens. We talk shit on the awful governments. Let me uh, let me step in and ask a quick question before three, Stone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The next one is in Australia. Yes. We have a listener in Australia. We do have a listener in Australia. It's in Melbourne. Do you think they're wealthy? I don't. I hope so. I don't know anything about them besides that they're wealthy. I also hope they're wealthy, and if they are, do you want to be a, a live correspondent for the podcast? <laughs> do you want to go to the race and invite me next year? Here, here's uh, requirements to be a live correspondent for the F. Uh, sorry, the Fast Five Pod. One, be wealthy. <laughs> Very important. Two, I'm ask a lot of you. Two, be willing to buy both of us, preferably, but one if necessary tickets to events anywhere around the world Mm -hmm. yes yeah yeah three there is no three (laughs) there is just two yeah yeah so reach out if you're one of these people don't don't suck i guess i don't know there there's not really a three three. if you're gonna buy us tickets anywhere we'll let you say whatever the fuck you want on the podcast (laughs) um well if if you're going to the race let us know Australian yeah. listener. Or if you um, want to buy us tickets, uh, Stone, I have a hypothetical for you. Would you <laughs> uh, would you uh, skip out on your bachelor party if a wealthy benefactor, your own bachelor party, mind you, if that people have already bought stuff for, mm-hmm. would you yeah, yeah, yeah. skip out on it if a wealthy benefactor bought you and me first class tickets to Australia? Yes. And F1 tickets. Absolutely. Are you kidding? (laughs) I would feel bad and I might pay everyone that I'm ditching out of my own pocket. But I I tell them to kick rocks. (laughs) Or I tell them to kick rocks. Me and Gard are going to Australia. Anyways, Gard, enough with these hypotheticals. Yes. We got a third thing to talk about. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Um, And I want to talk about not the race, but qualifying. Okay, great. Because so qualifying, as you know, guard, because you're an F1, but I'll remind uh, you're an F1 fiend, as I'm, oh, as no everyone's doubt. aware. Um, but I'll remind the audience, qualifying, uh, basically everyone sees who can go the quickest lap, and then that's how they line up in order for the next the race the next day. Mm-hmm. So if you're the fastest on qualifying, you start at the front, which is a huge, um, huge advantage that's the word i was looking for because you don't have 19 cars in front of you to pass okay great and, and who is in first for the australian one? Oh well they hasn't been qualifying that is on saturday of race course, on sunday of course we'll find out on saturday but uh the pole position at the saudi arabian grand prix for the first time ever in his 11 year career is sergio perez and it was very exciting because after 11 years, he got pole position guard. Never give up on your dreams. Why didn't you tell me to bet on Sergio? Well, I mean, he's Red Bull. He races for Red Bull. He's not a bad bet at any given time. He's a race winner. But this is, he broke a record for the longest streak for an F1 driver before their first pole position. It took him 215 attempts. But he got there. He finally got there. Um, he's also the first mexican driver to ever have a pole position and uh he had a great weekend he ended up getting fourth because of some bad luck but Mm. 
He well, was on pole position. Fourteen hundred to win the Australian Grand Prix. Um, but he showed that he can be the quickest out of the field. He showed that he has the pace to win a race. Let's go for Sergio to win the Mexican Grand Prix because a Mexican has never won their home Grand Prix, and I want that for him and uh, all of Mexico. You know. Okay. Well, if you alert me as to when that's happening, I'll certainly put a dollar bet on it. All right, Mexico Grand Prix is in the fall, so I'll let you know. Wow, okay. So, yeah, I'll look forward to that well far from now. How about for the Australian Grand Do you still want to meet a Blethi- Bethys blindly? Oh, yeah, I don't want to know. I want to go into F123 and find out with the audience who you bet on. Okay, well, heads up. I just bet a dollar on someone that's plus 10,000 odds to win. <laughs> Great. I'm hoping we. I'm hoping we get the dub. Uh, now, Add some more pennies to your pile. <laughs> that's a lot of pennies, brother. That's a lot of pennies. Um, okay, excellent. Well, And that's uh, the third thing. Yeah, perfect. That was a great uh, F123. I would go Thank so you. far as to say your best one ever, Stone. <laughs> Even better than the one that you weren't in? Yeah. I mean, you had a drone strike, you had betting, you had <laughs> um, whatever the third thing was. Oh, yeah, Sergio... Mm-hmm. Yep, I did. I had all three of those things. Well, so, th- thanks for listening. Thank you for giving me your undivided attention, see, guard. I, I remembered all three things, and you Dude, thought you I did. You remembered all three. You, I, guard. I'm not joking. I'm saying you thought I sat sincerely. here and twiddled my thumbs while you did F one two three. I know you pay attention, because we're good friends and we respect each other. Most That's of the right. Time. That's right. Oh, anyway. Anyway, guard. Yes. Do you have anything else off the top you need to get out of the way? I don't. I want to. I'm ready to dive into this one, dude. Let's get up on that high dive and make a splash and dive right <laughs> into it. No doubt. Great segue, Stone. Anyways, oh guard, I didn't do this last time. How does mm. this end and how does it begin? I was curious if Fuck you were going me. to remember. I was about to bring that up. There's a lot of things going on in this show. It's hard to keep them all straight. I'll do how it. Uh, how it. Boy, what do I want to choose? I'll do how it ends. And it ends with, um, let, how to phrase this? It ends with injuries that should have been much more horrific. <laughs> uh, yes. And it begins with mm, a little bit of a B&E. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, actually. And Stone, um, for those who uh, aren't up to date on crime terms, what is a B&E? Oh, aren't in the know. A B&E is a breaking and entering. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, well, yeah, let's just jump into things. Uh, would you like to describe to us a little more of what you mean by that? Well, before we get to the B&E, we do get the very end of the last scene where it is <laughs> our bully staring down our hero. By the way, we're this... on in minutes five to ten. Yes. Of Fast and, and Furious Tokyo Drift. And this dumb girlfriend, who I absolutely hate, is uh, standing between them, and she says, winner gets me. Mm-hmm. She says that in front of the entire school parking lot, just broadcasting to every horny dude <laughs> in, she's up for in earshot. All you have to do to get a piece of that is have a sick car and know how to drive it, which I bet there's a lot of kids in that parking lot that that start tuning their cars awfully oh, soon to try no to get doubt. laid. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, I was seeing the same thing. I'm going to join you on your extremely sturdy limb uh, 
and say that she she sucks bad. She's like the worst. She's she might be the villain of this movie over the bully. She, <laughs> she might be the villain of the series of Fast and the Furious. The entire could series? be, yeah. I mean, I I can't she... wait for her to show back up in Fast Ten, dude. Is she Cipher from F Nine? That would be fun. Yeah. Does she turn cool. out to be Charlie Theron's character? Could be, yeah. I say could yes. Be. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in the potential fan theory bucket, and we'll, we might, we might come back to it. Let's actually make a um, <laughs> Fast and Furious wiki post about that, maybe. Dude, really just confuse a bunch of dorks going on to the Fast and Furious wiki? Well, I don't know if any dorks go on that. I think it's mostly cool guys, but... <laughs> and gals. And gals. Um, no, it's all dorks. I'm kidding. It's all it's all dorks. Anyways, after she announces to the school that she, her uh, bean is up for grabs based yeah. on the quickness of a car... Mm-hmm. We get a hard jump cut to three football players cutting a lock and letting people into a um, new housing development. Two thoughts on that. Yeah, I have some thoughts on this too. Uh, give me yours. <laughs> First thought. Why are so many people always down for the crimes in these movies? A lot of A lot of high schoolers show up here to do crimes there's a handful of football players it's there's a gaggle of cars that range from a truck to a hummer to a classic car to a to a volkswagen sedan there's two motorcycles it's a weird array of cars second thought yeah (laughs) completely unrelated to this but it came into my head that it needs to be addressed shout out to all the fans that liked our coming back tweet really appreciate you oh yeah um, I also have a thing to say about this scene, but I want to get to what you're saying. Um, my poster that I made. Oh, your poster uh, is the first time, exquisite. This is the first time we're talking about it. Yes. <laughs> as as uh, podcast hosts or just good friends. Yeah, um, we we haven't discussed this my... outside. And I thought about uh, messaging you, by the way, Stone. I almost did when I saw it because I yeah I real life LOL'd. People say LOL as like a throwaway thing. I lol literally. Thank you. That makes me feel nice. Um, but, but I want to point out that I put, I inserted my own shitty yellow car onto the poster as a fun yes. joke. Mm-hmm. But also I want to point out what made me laugh the most about that joke is the movie is Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. The car I put on my fake poster <laughs> is a front-wheel drive car. Literally can't drift Incapable. if it wanted to. Incapable of in, drifting. Unable to drift. That's kind of the point of the car is no drifting allowed front-wheel drive. So pretty funny. Pretty funny car joke, um, now, if I say so myself. I agree. I also really appreciate <laughs> that you chose the picture in which I look jacked in it. Yeah, I thought I because I I kept I kept um, his legs and just put your torso on it, yeah. and it matched up pretty yeah, well. Yeah, that was sick. Uh, and then also my car in... blocked Bow Wow's face, so I yeah, had to put I saw that. On yeah, else that's a tough one. That's a tough one. A uh, little yeah, insider ball for everyone, and a little tip for the guys out there, uh, or I guess or the girls, if either way, whoever it applies to. Uh, if you do the pose I'm doing in this poster and put your fists under your arms, 
you look like you have sweet biceps. You get you get automatic bigger biceps. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, that's so why that's a that's a Tinder that's profile uh, pick. Hot tip for you guys out there. You know, use it anywhere. or ladies it. looking to be buff. That's right. Yeah, use it for your LinkedIn profile if you want. Oh yeah, intimidation tactic maybe. <laughs> Do I want to do business with this man? I don't know. His biceps are huge. <laughs> yeah, it could be scary. You so put toss that around anywhere you want. Um, um, back to the movie. Well, hold on now. One, sorry, oh. one last thing. Oh, one last thing. So I mean, shout out to everyone that interacted with the tweet. Shout out to all the day one homies, the homies that have been um, that came in the middle of things and like all our tweets. Really appreciate you. One in particular, I wanted to point out. Emily oh, herself yeah. replied to the tweet. Shout out. Emily from the famed Valentine's Day ad. I believe. Wow. I, I, I'm fairly confident it's Nate's old lady, as he describes. Oh, that's... Oh, wow. No, get yes. out of town. Yes. Okay. okay. I mean, she added wow. the man himself, so I, I have to assume, you know? I, we have to assume. I think that her profile pic has Nate in it. <laughs> I mean, that makes the assumption much easier to make, yeah. Emily, it's a little blurry, I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, out of all the pictures you had to choose, you chose one that's pretty low res, but other than that, I'm really excited to have you in the mix. Hey, thanks for being in the mix. We appreciate you and everyone else. Yes, huge shout out to everyone. Anyway, Stone, back to the movie. carry on. The thing I wanted to point out about a bunch of teenagers breaking into a construction site to do an illegal street race where the winner is a high school girl Mm -hmm. is the fact that... The prize, not... Sorry, to be clear. Yes. Go on. Uh, they, They break in here. It's clearly daytime out. This is a jump cut from them leaving school, presumably. So they're here at what? Four o'clock in the afternoon oh, on a they, weekday. They hustle. Uh, all of these, all of these houses are still under construction. Why is it empty? Is nobody working that here? That is a great point. I did not. Is it a holiday that. that they had to go to school for, but the construction workers did not have to work on? What is going on? Is this a Saturday that we had some bad intel on from the jump cut? Well, they're all still wearing the same outfit, so I have to assume it's the same day. Good point. It's got to be. Is the same it actually day, yeah. nine o'clock at night? But it's just a real bright. Well, where day are these people? What what state are they're we? in Arizona? Remember, we're in no Arizona. No daylight savings in Arizona. No daylight savings in Arizona. So maybe it's bright there at eight o'clock at night. Um, Arizona regardless. listeners, chime well, in. but. If it's foot, they're wearing football jerseys. It has to be football season, guard. So it can't be the middle oh, of summer. Mm. That, See, wow, is so none of these. I did a. I did some. You did a deep dive analysis. I on did. This one. Yeah, I was thinking about all the different scenarios, and it's just not. It's I'm not panning out. How, why how there well are no. This through, Stone. Why are there are no workers at this construction site? Anyways, there aren't. Um, I might we line up for the and... race. I'm going to watch this back and look where the sun is right now, dude. <laughs> go go ahead. Go on for a while. I'm just, don't well, mind me. Well, we I'll line up for the for race. The mm-hmm. We have our hero, Sean, and the villain, <laughs> which is the girlfriend of Clay, who is also in the car with Clay, who is the, what is the bully's name? 
By the way, is Sean uh, kind of an interesting looking guy? I mean, he does some some kind of wild mouth work in this movie. He does, he and does I also want to point out a lot of smirking and grimacing and his a lot of mouth movement. This movie came out in <laughs> this movie came out in 2006, and in 2020 he had to reprise his role from the exact <laughs> time period of this movie, and he looks remarkably similar to how he did 15 years um, in the past. He does. He's aged beautifully. Oh, there's the sun. I just spotted it. A, <laughs> Where's it at? We get a camera panned directly up into the sky. It's about noon in this shot, I would say. <laughs> yes, when when high schoolers get off from school, noon. And when workers are maybe, not on working. Maybe one o'clock. I mean, <laughs> it's certainly the middle of the day. The sun's at its highest point. Uh, anyways, back to the, back to the race. Yeah, we are thirty seconds into this clip, uh, but not much happens other than driving. Anyways, yeah, they're lined up. They are. The awful girlfriend looks over and says, "Hey Clay, don't forget to make it interesting." Whatever the fuck that means. I don't know. Yeah, so I was thinking about that. So, does this girl? Um, is she just kind of assuming that? Uh, her boyfriend's just going to kick the shit out of this guy? Is that what's going on? And that's why she put herself know. up for grabs? No clue. I mean, pretty toxic um, either way, but... There's also a line that we don't see being delivered, but it's delivered off camera, I'm guessing, to fill in the weird gap of what this race even is. Mm-hmm. And they say, first one out the other side. Yeah, that's okay, the that makes sense. That makes sense right now. Except, spoiler alert for halfway through this uh, race, they make a full U-turn and come back the way they came. Yeah. So what do you mean yeah. out the other side? It makes no sense at all. Uh, they do what? quite a bit of turning in this um, in this race. It's not a drag race. Uh, it's like a anything goes down and back race but nothing it's a down and back race but they the turn a of, bunch of time like more they, than just again, around they give, once they give one sentence of explanation on what they're racing first one out the other side and then they immediately don't do that <laughs> at one they point they're like outside at one point they're completely outside of the subdivision by the way did you see that yeah, it doesn't make any sense where they like, they're going or they like what the plan it. of this race is. I just noticed that watching it back, dude. But what they do do... There's like a two-second clip of... They like zoom way out, and they were just by a bunch of... They're racing through like an in-construction subdivision, and then they zoom out, and they're just like on the highway outside of the subdivision, and then two seconds later, they're back into the subdivision. Wow, that's crazy. It makes no sense. They that's are fucking all awesome. over the I place. didn't notice that. <laughs> Um, guard, would you like to tell the audience how this race, who ushers in the start of this race and how they do so? Yeah, we get a random character. So first of all, there's a truck full of people, uh, that's actively full of, full of people. Yeah, that's a good clarification. Not inside the truck. The bed of the truck has, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, uh, five people, four football players, one football player filming the crime is about to be uh, committed. The girl in the do. center uh, starts the race in what is now classic Fast and Furious style. 
by fishing her bra out from underneath her shirt uh, and then dropping it as the go signal. Not even dropping it, hucking it into the air. <laughs> That's true. She flings Which, it into the sky. You, again, and there's the so many ways. to the sun at 1 p.m. There's so many ways to start a race. But throw your hands up in the air, throw them down. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to start a race. Mm-hmm. Say go. <laughs> but the way that she decides she needs to start this illegal street race is by taking her bra off and then throwing it onto the dirty ground. <laughs> Just yeah. wasting a bra. Leaving it there, yeah. She never goes back to get it. No. I would also like to point out, um, Sean is his name, yes? Yes. <laughs> Sean, um, now I'm not going to go after the man here for having a dirty car, because... Those that know me know I keep a fairly dirty car at times. But I, what I will say is, with the trash, he has it all lined up on his dashboard, like against the windshield, and leaves it there for the entirety of the race. I didn't even notice that, but yeah, his car is <laughs> his car just has some it has bits like in it. McDonald's wrappers, uh, some seeds, some other... Just in the windshield. I mean, why would you not... Scrape that to the side. It makes that makes no sense to me. Um, also, at the start of the race, I want to point out, and this is just me nitpicking, but you oh. know, it's kind of our thing. Um, when they when they give the foot shot of the start of the race, mm-hmm. they for sure don't give. It, they're for sure not launching from a stop. It's a shot of them changing gears. Mm-hmm. Very different from starting. From a dead stop, you have the clutch in, you give it a little gla- gas, and then you release the clutch. Right. What they show, that's what you do in real life. Sure. What they show us in the movie is them pushing the clutch in for a half second, letting off the gas, and then pushing the gas back in as you would to change gears. So, whoever was editing this uh, has clearly never driven a manual car, and it shows. <laughs> right. Can we also talk about the fact that um, there's several We haven't people... even hit a minute in the movie, by the way. <laughs> right. There are several participants in this uh, race that shouldn't be in this race. Yeah, yeah. So they're racing their cars, presumably trying to go as fast as they can, as you do in an automobile race. Uh-huh. And there's ju- the people that were in the truck are just also driving down the same road, and they have to, like, swerve around them. That's not how a race works. Yeah, yeah. Get off the fucking road. Watch from the sidelines. It's very strange. What are strange. you doing? It's very, very strange, dude. Um, Not only that, there's the girl in this... So the girl in the, uh, the like, villain, the girl we all hate, she's in the car with the guy. The, she is the co-piloting... Boy. Uh, the bully as he's racing she is along for the ride which i know it's like negligible for what they're doing but isn't the like weight a factor in a car race guard that's a great that's a great thing to point out um after the engine the driver is the most weight in a vehicle little little fact for you yeah, okay, so there, there you have it. Uh, it seems asinine then, in my opinion, yeah. that she would <laughs> yeah. be in the car with that guy. Yeah, it it absolutely seems that way. Oh, I just saw the shot you were talking about where they're definitely not in the subdivision anymore. Yeah, they, it's awesome. They're just like... They just transport through. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's amazing, dude. 
yeah, they do some turns, not a ton of drifting. Um, we haven't got to that part of the movie yet. <laughs> but at one point, guard, mm. um, the bully turns down a road, and Sean turns down like behind the houses. He's now on like the dirt behind, like an a- dirt alleyway behind these houses, right? Indeed. And I thought to myself, why did they show him on slick tires? This is an awful, awful, awful place to be driving on slick tires. Mm -hmm. Thinking back to last episode. Mm -hmm. Because how do you grip loose dirt with slick tires? You don't. You don't. That's Um, true, And then I I pause to show that the car that is being driven in this scene is no longer on slick tires. Oh, so why did they give the good. hero car slick fucking tires? <laughs> That's a really good question. Yeah, I'm not sure. On that. It's insane uh, to me some decisions they make <laughs> in these movies. But I digress. Um, guard, would you like to take a break in the middle of this <laughs> race to talk about yeah. something that has nothing to do with the cars or the racers? Yeah, I would absolutely love to. Because, guard, during this race, a song's playing. And I presume you know which song that is? Yeah, do you? I don't. I didn't bother looking, if I'm being oh, completely d- honest. How? You weren't aware just from the chorus of the song what it is? The chorus is the name of the song. Uh, no, I, I still don't know, Stone. I'm sorry to let you down. Well, the song that is being played is the 1996, 1998, excuse me, classic from um, the musical genius himself, Kid Rock. Oh, good. Uh, the song is Ba Witta Ba. That is the name of the song. Guard, you might know it because the chorus goes, Ba Witta Ba to bang to bang diggy diggy. Mm, of course. Everyone knows, everyone knows that. Of course. And Guard, you are an English major, is that correct? I am, yes. English literature. Oh, so you have a degree in words. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. What you're telling me. In the English language, yes. In the English language. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Can I read you just some of the lyrics from Ba Witta Ba <laughs> and just have you interpret them to the audience? Please. Being, yeah, please do. Uh, someone who is gone to a lot of schooling to learn the intricacies of the English language and mm-hmm. literature. Yes, right. absolutely, yeah. Let's start with the chorus that repeats Can I can start can times. you start with the title one more time actually? Yes, this song is Ba with a Ba. I'll spell that out for you just so you're yeah. aware. B A W I T D A B A. All one word. Wow. By Kid Rock. So let me read you the chorus, and wow. I want you to interpret it for me and the audience. Okay, yeah. Ba with a ba, da bang, da bang, diggy diggy, diggy. Mm-hmm. Shake the boogie, okay. said up jump the boogie. Wow. Ba with da ba, da bang, diggy diggy diggy. <laughs> Shake the boogie, said up jump the boogie. Wow. Guard, would you like to? Would you like to interpret that for? I don't know. Any listener that didn't quite get it? Wow. That's incredible. Sorry. And also, this starts with my name is Kid. Kid Rock. So that I th- one but we all know what that means. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty straightforward. Yeah. 
Wow. Would you like me to repeat it one more time? I do I do think I need it once okay. more, yes. <laughs> one more time. The chorus goes Ba with a ba. Da bang. Well let's go one, let's go one at a time oh, here, okay. Stone. One at a time. Ba with a ba. Ba with a ba. Well, that's an obvious reference. <laughs> um to how sheep dance. Okay, yes, yes. Da bang da bang. How sheep fuck. Diggy diggy diggy. <laughs> uh you being put to death for having sex with sheep. <laughs> Thank you. Let's move on to one. It might be a little easier for the audience to, to Did you not care understand. for that interpretation? Stuff? No, I loved it. And it, I think it was spot on. We'll have to reach out to Mr. Rock himself. No doubt, um, yeah. <laughs> for confirmation. But no. uh <laughs> But let me let me give you some lines from the first verse, all right? Yes, please do. And this is for the questions that don't have answers. Mm-hmm. The midnight glances and the topless dancers. Okay, well, yeah, th- that's just some classic lyrics there. Okay. Uh, the can of freaks. The can? Cars packed with... I'm, I don't know. I'm reading it off the internet. This is what it's telling me. The can the, of freaks. The can of freaks, cars packed with speakers, the G's with the 40s, and the chicks <laughs> with the beepers. <laughs> Anything? Well, it's a diverse group of folks, you know, so that's nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> all you bastards at the IRS. For all the you bastards cops at And the, the IRS. clustered desks. For the shots of oh, jets, the and the caps of meth, on, on, half back. pints of love, no, Stone, and start a fifth again of with, stress. Start again with the bastards. I didn't hear a single word you said after that. <laughs> it's just it's just some classic lyrics that Give me I that one anyone, again, man. I'm dying to hear that one again. That anyone can... <laughs> this was also nominated for a Grammy, by the way. Stone, you gotta give me the IRS one again. Okay, okay. All you bastards <laughs> at the IRS... For the crooked cops and the clustered desks, for the shots of Jack and the caps of meth, half pints of love and a fifth of stress. What was the caps of? The caps of meth? Meth. Meth, like the drug. (laughs) God, I think this bit's gone on too long. I just want to point out the (laughs) actual genius that goes into the lyrics of this, and I'd say any Kid Rock song. Can you clarify that it was meth, like the drug? It was meth, like the drug. Yeah, yeah, like the drug. It was meth. (laughs) That is wild, man. I'm, I'm not putting on right now. I'm genuinely delighted with this bit that you've done here. Yeah. So I just want to point out that Kid Rock's a lyrical master. He's a modern day Shakespeare, um, and (laughs) even his new music, where he just cries about cancel culture. It's all great. (laughs) Dude, that was awesome. The caps of meth. Would you would you like would you like one last random uh verse before we close out this bit? I would absolutely love one. Yes. All the hookers <laughs> that are tricking out in Hollywood <laughs> and for my hoods of the world misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I say it's all good <sighs> and it's all in fun. Now get in the pit and try to love someone. And I think that's something we can all agree with, you know? <laughs> Undoubtedly so. So wow. I just want to put out a, a, cry, uh, 
asking our audience, let's just all get in the pit and try to love someone, you know? Oh my god, dude, that was fucking awesome. Anyways, that's what's being yelled at us by Kid Rock as they're racing cars <laughs> through an under-construction subdivision. Holy shit, that was awesome. <laughs> what an incredible um, tune, man. What an incredible tune. Everyone go listen to Ba with a Ba by Kid Rock. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, Sean, I keep wanting to call him Lucas. <laughs> is Sean, that his real name, Lucas? His real name is Lucas Black. Okay. His character's name is Sean. Okay, great. Sean, our hero, mm-hmm. is driving in the alley with the bully driving on the road. <clears throat> Um, they see that they are neck and neck, and the <laughs> the the girlfriend looks over and has some choice words. Oh, she's furious, yeah. She's not happy. Uh, um, are you speaking of, I thought you loved me? She, she sees that they are evenly matched in this race, and she looks at the boyfriend and says, I thought you loved me. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome right there. That's insane, dude. If that's not... Like classic um, abuser, manipulative behavior. I don't know what is, dude. Yeah, that's insane. She started this race. She she's the one they're in this situation because of. Yeah, correct. And now because her boyfriend's car isn't fast enough, she's questioning his love to her. Mm-hmm. Awesome, dude. She got him in this in the first place, and she's furious. There's a lot of things that can make you question someone's love and i love that in her mind the horsepower of her boyfriend's car is one of those things what was that song title against ba with a ba that's so awesome um she also says guess i got a new date to prom oh. just rubbing it in being manipulative mean this a be thing to do yep and then the bully Clay has had enough of it, so he does the only thing he can think of. Mm-hmm. Which, of yeah, course, a little... <laughs> is to uh, wreck our hero's car. <laughs> yeah, to take the car that he he, he told everyone cost $80,000 mere moments ago and start ramming it into the piece of shit um, over and over. Yeah. Awful decision on his part. <laughs> Hold on, so we gotta run it back. Dude, One very sorry. important thing. I, I know this is running super long because I got so excited <laughs> about the ball with a ball song, but I just no, gotta, no. We're towards the end. It's fine. It's I fine. gotta run it back to something we're skipping over before the car ramming thing. Oh, okay. So as we described, um, so no, the only. I mean, we've said like the only words that have happened in this entire five minutes. The the love you thing or the love me thing. And I read, I read out verbatim a bunch of the song lyrics we heard as well. Yes. Don't forget that. Now, um, d- so during the race, <laughs> before the ramming and everything, we're missing a, so a couple key things. So one, um, one of the guys' car, the oh, hero, Sean's yeah. car hits a portageon <laughs> because this is an active construction site. Yes. And the filmmaker makes the incredible decision. Uh, to splatter the camera with the liquid from inside the portage. With the blue liquid. And... Kind of a sick shot. A little kind of splotch a of shit. <laughs> kind of an incredibly funny shot. I'm here a for A little it. piece of poop hits the camera, dude. Are you sure? Yes! Go watch that okay. again. I promise you. I'll go watch it. I again. had to watch it like four times. A bunch of blue liquid hits the... I just watched it again. A bunch of blue liquid hits the camera lens and a little splatter of shit at the very end. 
incredible Human artistic excrement. choice. It's the lens of the camera. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Next. So we're talking about the kind of funky rules. Oh, the- yeah, you're right. It is yeah. It is a... If it, you blink and you miss it, but it is there. It yeah. is mostly blue, and there is a half second of brown splatter. A tiny awesome. little piece of poop. Yeah, hilarious. It's the what a great, which is an awesome choice. choice. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> um, also, so this this whole five minutes is the race uh, to not undersell this thing. And you're wondering how could that take up five minutes down and back? It's because they make like 37 turns in the middle of it. They make a lot of turns. I don't know where they're at in time and space at the end of this, but... And Stone alluded to this a little bit, but during the race, our hero, Sean, is way behind the main character, and apparently the main character's car is just way better. Um, Sean makes the awesome choice of just cutting off like most of the racetrack. Oh yeah, he does do that, and how does he enter the track? <laughs> Again, guard. Yeah, he uh, blows through an in-progress house, like a all already built, almost finished house, like the framework of one. Yeah, smashes through a staircase and some two-by-fours and blasts through a house and then off a jump. It's pretty fucking sick. We're talking easily felony level of property destruction here, by oh, the way. Oh, so much property damage. I mean, the frame of that house, I don't know what it was in 2006, but right now in Arizona, <laughs> that's half a million dollars that dude just destroyed. Yeah, they're causing a lot of damage, and then they proceed to cause more damage because... Right um, before the housing market crash, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe because, saved a guy, actually. Maybe saved someone some money. Guard, I want to ask you this. Because um, <laughs> after she, the girlfriend asks, do you love even love me? And I might have a new date to prom. And there's enough time in this race for Sean to give a little wink mm-hmm. from one car to another. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bully starts ramming his $80,000 car into Sean's. Out of love. By the way, is Out of love. Is the bully Have you a... ever... Oh, go on. I was just thinking, because these are high schoolers, mm-hmm. and we all know horned-up high schoolers make the worst decisions. Apparently, yes. <laughs> Were you ever horned up enough as a high schooler to uh, consider causing... $80,000 worth of damage to your own property? Oh, absolutely not. No, I wouldn't. Good. I wouldn't that's consider. Good. Yeah. That's I good. don't, I wouldn't that's say good. I was ever horned up enough to cause over a hundred dollars of damage to my own property. I'd say that's probably about the right amount. <laughs> I maybe would have sacrificed like $50 worth of something to get a date in high school. And, and more than that, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Now, I don't think this is this gentleman's own money. I think his dad purchased this vehicle. That is true. That is that's fair. He he's probably he comes off as a bit of a rich kid, so that would that would yeah. not have been cool <laughs> in, in my upbringing. No, 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 no. So maybe we um, have a little different perspective uh, than the bully. <laughs> that being said, though, is the bully a great actor? I think he sheds a solitary tear before he starts ramming. Dude, he you see you see the emotion in him as his as his uh the love of his life is slipping through his fingers. <laughs> I mean, I was convinced, man. I felt bad for the guy for a minute. I think the only thing he could do in this situation was ram cars. 
the pain going through his face was just was the emotion he conveyed was incredible, dude. He he was he did do some great acting in this. Uh, the girlfriend was begging him, "Please stop, you insane person!" And he says, "Shut up! Nope, gonna keep ramming." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure and he, did. And he rams and rams and rams until the inevitable happens. Uh, he crashes his Dodge Viper into a giant concrete uh, drainage cylinder tube. of some kind. Yeah, ma- a car-sized <laughs> concrete tube. Crashes. Going from racing speed to dead stop. Oh which yeah, crashes absolutely would have killed them both. <laughs> Head on, we're talking. Head on in yeah. a top-down Viper. A horrific crash. I, the like cylinder of this, the at the edge of the cylinder hits in the middle of his car uh, at like I don't know what seventy miles an hour. Yeah, just crumpled his crumples it down the middle. They do one um, spin beforehand, so maybe we're down to like. 50 miles an hour, but I mean, Christ. Brutal crash. Yes. Um, And then Lucas goes veering off the road. His name's not Lucas. Sean, Sean. our hero, played by Lucas Black, goes Wins veering the race, off the road. race, I would like to point out. Yeah, so he now has claim to her. <laughs> he does, yeah. Um, And rolls in, his car. How in God's name... So the, re- Sean didn't, the reason Sean crashed, by the way... It was not from the guy ramming his car into him. He wins the race going... He, like, has regained control of his car. There is a menagerie of high schoolers standing in the middle of the road at the end of the race, and he has to wildly swerve to not kill all of them. Yeah, all of the spectators in this are just in all of the wrong places. They're on the road during the race. They're directly across the finish line. I'm not sure what they're thinking, but... um... Not very much is, I think, the answer. I just counted it out. His car rolls at least eleven times in this scene, dude. Yeah, it rolls. <laughs> it rolls a lot. At one point, the car, more than the outside should. shot, comes to a full stop, or it seems like it's going to, and then we cut to the inside, just going super fast again. Yeah, uh, as it's rolling, we get a slow motion shot of the inside. There's a loose bottle of Tabasco sauce just flying through the car. There is. There's also um, a ton of McDonald's in the back seat. Yeah. Uh, so now we know why he had that. Now we know why he had that loose wrench um, in last episode because he apparently just has one of everything in this car. Yeah. By the way, a bottle of hot sauce, let alone a wrench in your car while you're rolling eleven times at incredibly high speed, are just death missiles for sure. Yeah. That that Tabasco sauce could have taken his eye out. It could have killed him. It could have gone straight wrench, through his head. The wrench could surely have the killed him. <laughs> The wrench might have injured him, but the Tabasco sauce thing's a missile. <laughs> yeah. He stops uh, upside down completely. The camera does an awesome, like, 180 pan. And he, I don't know what his look is. He's, like, kind of, boy, I made an interesting choice here, I think. Um. Oh, boy. This decision has caused me to go to Tokyo and learn to drift, I think, is what he's thinking. Yeah. Also, um... They're all fine. Yeah, so after we see him upside down in his car, we get a jump cut. We are now in a police station mm-hmm. where they're all a little bloody and a little bruised, but seem to be in okay shape. Insane. Yeah. How do? How is there not a single broken bone, not a single concussion? 
these children should be in the hospital. They should be. In <laughs> but the instead, they're morgue. sitting. One of one of them <laughs> at least should be in the morgue, dude. At least one. Um, but they all seem to be fine, other than a few bumps and scrapes, and they're sitting in a police station. Two horrific crashes end in nothing. The the injuries, by the way, the most gruesome of all the injuries is Sean has a mouthful of blood. Um, so this is like what at least an hour, a full hour after the crash, right? Has to be. Why the fuck didn't he get that blood out of his mouth, dude? The- he smiles at the end of this, and all his teeth are red. Ew. He's, he just likes the taste of blood, man. I don't know what to say. Gross. Savoring it. And if he's later. so horrifically injured in the mouth area that he's still bleeding this far gone without any of his teeth having been removed, uh, what a miracle. Um. Yeah, he gives a bloody smile to the girlfriend who shakes her head and looks away, and then that's where we end. What a wild five minutes. It's, it was a absolutely insane five minutes guard. Yes. What do you think uh, happens between the end of this episode and getting to Tokyo? <laughs> no doubt Sean's grandmother uh, is furious with him for wrecking her car that she didn't know he had souped up. As she would be, yeah. And says, well, listen, uh, I have... A group of people in Tokyo that you have to go live with now for punishment. (laughs) What an awful punishment. You have to go live in one of the largest metropolitan areas in uh, the entire world, Tokyo. Seems pretty fun. Also, just the widest, most, like, country dude you've ever seen. Yeah, let's just ship you over across the ocean to Tokyo. (laughs) This guy is definitely a... You'll do fine. He's a bumpkin, let me tell you. Yeah, bit of a bumpkin. Going over to Tokyo, bud. Um, well, well, I guess we'll have to see. A lot of culture coming his way, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Good for him. Um, and guard, that's the end of our five minutes. It was a wild ride. We we had a race. Uh, Boy, did Sean we. won, and then we had two horrific crashes, and luckily no deaths. And maybe Even though there definitely should have been at least one, if not three. Yeah, I think. Honestly, maybe more than three. Sean narrowly avoids killing six to seven people at the end of the race. <laughs> yeah, luckily the best case scenario ended at the end of this with no uh, deaths, but there should have been at least at least three, maybe four, five, six. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, great. Um, I'm excited to see where this goes. I mean, I know where this goes. I've seen this movie. But I'm excited to continue this journey next week. Hey, guys. listen, man, I've seen this movie too, and um, <laughs> I have no idea where it goes. Perfect. Love to hear it. Yeah, I'm pumped up for it. Well, Guard, that, that's the end of it. Um, before we jet out of here, do you have any other stuff you want to talk about? You know, um, Stone, I got a bone to pick with you, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Let's pick it. You... Gave me the impression that Uncharted sucked. I heard nothing but bad things about it. I'm here to tell you, it was pretty fun. Alright. Now, was it filled with an incredibly dorky amount of stuff uh, and one-liners that were uh, cringeworthy at times? Sure, yes. (laughs) Sure, maybe. Could it have benefited from um, maybe a rewrite on some of the dialogue? Absolutely. (laughs) 
Was it a great time? Also, absolutely. All right. I had a heck of a a time, and I'm going to go on record right now and say Courtney did as well. Well, I'm glad Courtney, of course, being my beautiful girlfriend. I never want anyone shout out one time. I never want anyone to have her uh, cleverness as well. So, Uh, I never want anyone to have a bad time at a movie. But so I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, it was a heck of a time, man. I'm gonna. I mean, don't go in there expecting an Oscar nomination, but it's pretty fun if you were looking for like an adventure movie where you if go you're to looking a bunch for a of, bit of a romp. A romp. It is a romp. Yeah, and you bit go to a, a bunch romp. of different okay. places around the world. Tom Holland's very charming in it. He is, isn't he? Always. Yeah, it's fun. It's really dumb, Do and you, it's really fun. Here's here's a question: um, Does he ever take his shirt off? Uh, both Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg take their shirts off, I believe. All right, all right. You're you're selling me. Yeah, so pretty hot stuff. <laughs> um, well, great. I'm glad you had a good time, guard. Uh, thank you. Yeah, that was my other stuff. Um, my other stuff. I didn't write anything down, but a show I've been watching and I've enjoyed thus far is the show Searchlight. It's on HBO, and it's about a bunch of awful people trying to solve a mystery. Oh boy! Oh no! Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm only a couple episodes in, but I I like it quite a bit. Interesting. All right. Well, what's it on now? Uh, HBO. HBO Max. HBO. Good stuff on there. Great stuff on there. Lots of great stuff on there. Um. Well, I think I think that's it. I think that'll wrap us up as well, Stone. Um, if that's the case, that's all the time we have. But remember to get into chess. Dude, get into chess. <laughs>